Hello and welcome to Commentaries. As always, I'm your host, Jake Domastro, and as always, I'm joined by my very good friend and co-host, Keaton Byer. Hello, Keaton. Hello, how are you? Keaton and I are in the studio today again. Yeah, once again, we have yeah. uh, entered the studio uh, to uh, to bring you uh, this week's episode. Part two of The Part Great Escape. Part two of The Great Escape, yeah. It's, um, it's gonna be good. I hope so. This week is like, uh, you know, because last week we did most of kind of like the, the you know, pre preamble, you know, we talked about the casting and whatnot. It was a while ago, actually, now that we, we did that episode, so I'm trying to like yeah. remember all the stuff that we talked about. Yeah, because we recorded that episode ahead of time and we're recording this one late. Late, exactly. So, <laughs> so it's been so long since we yeah, did exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. But basically we just talked about, like, as I recall, we talked about, like, the book and the writers yeah, mostly. exactly. Because, like, they had super interesting stories, specifically, like, the, uh, the one writer, what was his name? Um, Paul Brickhill. Oh, no, Brickhill's the guy who wrote the book. Yes. Right, right, right. Cool. Um... What was the name of the James Clavell and uh, W. R. Burnett? Right, those were the guys. Anyway, we talked about them, and then obviously Trek and whatnot. But this week we're actually going to talk about you know the the actual filming, which to be honest, we're not going to talk about it as much as we're going to talk about kind of the special segment that we have this week. Yeah, we ch- we very much tried to avoid that last week. I think yeah, like yeah, we, we, we verged on it we, a lot yeah, of times. Yeah, we, but... yeah. We, yeah, we beat around the bush quite a bit on yeah. that on that one, but we're gonna actually talk about it uh, this week. And then also last week, we uh, we got it got pointed out to us that we uh, made uh, we missed something. We missed some stuff with the music, so yeah. we're gonna talk about the music because it actually is quite interesting when you when you read into it. Yeah. Um. And then yeah, production, and then obviously all that. So let's uh, should we should we begin our our uh, let's let's. let's just dig into it regular let's dig, dig into it like like dig, with a shovel exactly exactly okay so but music um as we said last week was uh his name not leonard bernstein it's but elmer, elmer bernstein bernstein wait bernstein or bernstein which one was which Bern- one was which yeah right so one was bernstein and one was bernstein okay and they're they were friends yes um uh okay so elmer's bernstein elmer's bernstein yeah okay so specifically the what we didn't like it was written for this movie which we we missed um but specifically the the main theme is what's super interesting is they have like a a specific like kind of theme for each character yeah so every every character has their own little little bit yeah and i, I don't have it on the soundboard but i'll, I'll insert a couple uh yeah. examples of the themes but yeah each each so you know you've got your steve mcqueen theme and you've yeah. got your your uh, uh uh richard attenborough theme mm-hmm. uh yeah but apparently like because he did the magnificent seven right before this was his uh his other big film yes uh another movie with a couple people that were in this movie <laughs> exactly and so basically elmer bernstein as i was like reading he like he basically could live off the royalties from this movie and that movie for wow. basically his whole life well wow. which is uh you know that's the dream that's really the dream although he continued 
Oh yeah, he did a ton of other yeah. stuff. That's not to say he like stopped working after mm-hmm. that. No, no, he did. But you could. He could have. Yeah, he did. What did he? He did airplane, as we said. He did Ghostbusters. Wait, he did airplane. Airplane, Blues Brothers, yeah. Stripes, Ghostbusters. You know, Three Amigos. <laughs> he was a. Uh, he's Both a busy did guy. Some comedies. Yeah, he's a busy yeah. guy. Worked with uh yeah Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Bill Murray. Yeah um so yeah let's talk about the production then because yeah that's just we just needed to we need to set the record straight about the music yeah so um, um actually so the first thing is that you wrote down here that this was filmed in germany just outside of munich and i actually i would like to correct something we said last week about the camp what did we say so um we said that the real camp was in poland but that in the movie they said it was in germany right but I looked in further into this, and it turns out that the camp is now in Poland, it was, but then it, was, it was in, in Germany. Germany. I was actually reading that when yes. I was going through some information as well. Yeah, so. so it does make sense that they would have said that it was in Germany in the movie. Yeah. Because to them it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the time it was, yeah. but it, in, in, it is in what is now, what is now Poland. Poland. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, so, but the film actually was filmed in Germany, in, but not close to the actual camp. Yeah, yeah, no, not in what is yeah now Poland. Yes. <laughs> and it was basically it was filmed in Bavaria, right near Munich. Yeah, exactly. Like, they moved around. Obviously, it's not all in one spot. Because mm-hmm. um, so a lot of scenes were filmed around the town of Fusen. Okay. Uh, but basically, Munich and Fusen are the two. Fusen. Fusen. Okay. It's got the umlaut. Yeah. I forget what the umlaut does. Uh, Fusen? Fu- Fusen. Fusen? Yeah. Does it make the U or the U? Uh? Uh. Oh, Jarna. Fusen. 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 I believe it's Fusen. Yes, I think it's Fusen. Um, it's got an umlaut. Yeah. It's like football. Yeah, exactly. Like football. Yeah. Fusen. <laughs> <laughs> or foosball, as you're well, German. <laughs> specifically, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, He's talking about foosball. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> so I, I was going to say, yeah, that bit near the Swiss border. Like, I was like, yeah, this looks a lot like Switzerland because it's right next to Switzerland. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, um, the, and so the train station, so the train station is actually the, the Fusen station. Okay. Like, and that's where they, I, that's where they filmed the jump, the train jump scene as well. Okay. Just, yeah. just outside of there, which obviously makes sense. It's, I think it's the same train. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what's really interesting, I think what, you know, everybody wants to hear about is the motorcycle stunt. Yes. Because we, we kind of, we did talk about it last week, but we, we didn't go into as much detail as we're going to go into right now. So as you said last week, it's not Steve McQueen. It's not Steve McQueen who does the actual jump on the motorcycle, but Steve McQueen does everything else. Yes. So apparently, so as like you said, Bud Eakins is the guy who actually mm-hmm. does the, uh, the the jump. And he was buddies with uh, Steve McQueen. Mm. Um, but apparently, apparently Steve McQueen did also perform the stunt. Oh, but they didn't use it. On camera, yeah. Why didn't they use it? Was it not For, good? It was like insurance purposes. They were like, we can't actually put him in the film doing it, but... Oh, because his insurance rates would go up. I assume so. Because okay, right. And perhaps yeah. the insurance for the film or they, was, but, would skyrocket. But they 
they did it. They just didn't tell anyone they I did it. I think Steve McQueen was just like, let me I do really it. I really want to do it. Yeah, okay, it. yeah. That's kind of what it, it seems like. They so were they just, lied about it. Basically. For insurance reasons. For ta- Yeah, for, yeah. Financial. Is that fraud? <laughs> Probably. Like, but again, they didn't use it in the film. Yeah, so because if they did, then everybody that, would know that. You could argue that that was off the clock. I don't know, was it? Did Maybe. they? Did they? I don't. Did have... they yell rap? They probably did. They probably did. Like... They wait until it was a rap, and then they did it. Yeah, exactly. That's probably what it was, you know, or at least that's how they reported it. <laughs> right. But yeah, apparently three guys, including Steve McQueen, actually performed that, that wow. stunt. But the um, the barbed wire. He does actually slide into the barbed wire. And I was reading that that was uh they it, it was fake barbed wire obviously right so that he would cut himself yeah obviously fake but it was like little uh rubber oh. <laughs> that they that they made but I it, like I'm trying to remember the scene when he slides into the barbed wire mm-hmm. because because afterwards he's trying to like he's really caught in it yeah like, it looks like real barbed wire like mm-hmm. he's pulling it out of his clothes. I'm just trying to remember if there's like a cut between when he slides in and then when he's trying to like. Yeah, it's a different angle. It is right. Yeah, because they yeah. So it probably they do switch to something yeah, exactly. more, more real. Yeah. Also, they have to cover him in blood. Well, oh, good point. Yeah. Good point. Um, I mean, I guess he could have had squibs on him, but like, I don't know. It's a lot of blood. Yeah, it's it seems seems yeah. like too much. Um. Also, apparently, uh, I, this is fucking hilarious. During the uh, the chase scene, uh, Steve McQueen actually plays some of the Germans as well. Oh, really? Yeah, because I guess on the motorcycle. On the motorcycle for some of that. Because he guess, just wanted to get some extra riding in. Is that or, it? Or maybe they just didn't actually have that many guys on set at the time who could ride a motorcycle. So really? they like they like you know because there's supposed to be a bunch of guys chasing him. Right. So it's like you know maybe um, they only had like three other guys. And it's like we need a fourth guy. Stephen McQueen throwing a a Nazi uniform and I like it better than Steve McQueen just like just really wanted to ride more motorcycles. Yeah, that is yeah. that is that is the better. And I mean to be honest, it sounds so much like he just wanted to like. Yeah. Well, I mean, the entire reason there's a motorcycle chase in the movie was because he asked for it. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, it's it's and it's become the most legendary part of the movie. Exactly. Yeah. It's like you gonna tell him now. Yeah, if Steve McQueen's like, let let's do this awesome stunt. Yeah. I think you're gonna do it. Exactly. Oh, did we figure out how old Steve McQueen was when this was filming? Uh, no, but we could find that out right now. I don't. Yeah, let's figure that out because there was the whole debacle. So the year being... was the year the film was. The year the film was 1963. So then it he would have been 32. 33. Okay, well, he looks older than 33, but yeah. But honestly, that actually kind of makes sense for like he cuz he said he was like he was in college, maybe he's like, you know, then he missed 4 years or 3 years. Yeah, and he might be like, you know, some Maybe advanced. he was near the end of college and then he missed 3 years because of the war. Because of the war, yeah. And then and maybe know. he was at some advanced degree, you know? He was, like, eight years into Yeah, his... maybe. Who knows? You could make it work if you really wanted to, you could but make it's it still a stretch. It's still a stretch, yeah, But and he looks 40. Yeah. <laughs> but I think part of that is just that he's always covered in dust and stuff. Yeah. Um. And, you know, yeah, that's kind of the point, because he's supposed to look a little disheveled. Mm-hmm. Um, so the other thing that is, like, for you uh, sticklers out there, 
who like to be like, uh, uh, well, you know, actually. So the bike that Steve McQueen stole from the Nazis is a British-made motorcycle, oh, yeah? not a German one. Well, that's pretty bad. Yeah. That's, that's a pretty glaring mistake. It's a triumph. It's a triumph. Yeah. Right. Which is a whole thing. Let's see. It's a Triumph TR6 trophy, which was painted to look like a German machine. Okay. So, <laughs> presumably, was that like Steve McQueen's personal bike? Because I feel like... The, the restored machine is currently yeah. on display at Triumph's factory at Hinkley. Right, okay. England. That's funny. That is interesting. Um. Yeah. So, could they not get a german bike i don't know like i don't know why they would do that so other parts of the chase were done by by mcqueen playing both hilts and the soldiers chasing him because of his skill on a motorcycle (laughs) oh that's definitely why um no it doesn't it doesn't say why they they use that okay weird oh so the other guy because I said there were three guys who did the stunts. It was Australian motocross champion Tim Gibbs. So they, strong name. Yeah, that is a strong name, Tim Gibbs. It might be Gibbies, though. Oh, yeah? It's two Bs and an ES. Anyway, he he apparently did it as well, just not on, not on camera. Everyone wanted to try. Yeah, everyone wanted to give it a whirl. Would you? I mean, uh... Would I jump a motorcycle over yeah. it? I no, because <laughs> I don't know how. If mm. I if I had any experience and there was an opportunity, yeah, absolutely. So they started filming everything in 1962. Um, I think last week we didn't. Did we mention Richard Harris? I don't think we did. Okay, well, one should never forget Richard Harris. No, you shouldn't forget Richard Harris, and so that's why we'll mention him now. Is he was actually supposed to be Big X, the Richard Attenborough mm-hmm. role. Um, but apparently, uh, after like some, you know, a few treatments were written, he wasn't particularly happy, so he, he backed out to go do some other movie where he was more of a star. What, what wasn't he happy with? I think just he he found the, I think it said like the his the size of the Big X role was diminishing the more and more. I think it was just becoming I mean, that... more and more of an ensemble thing. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, he is one of the mid- main, main characters. characters. Yeah, so. Uh, I, yeah, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. And, like, maybe it was, like, at the time, like, who knows what it had to do with. We'll talk about Steve McQueen. Yeah. Was okay. uh, a big persona. Right. <laughs> as you can imagine. Yes, I can. Um. So, yeah, so when they got to to Munich, they that's where they did kind of all the prison stuff. So did they actually build, like, a whole camp? Yeah, they did. And apparently there was a, um, uh, there's a story of one of the guys was, like, uh, hanging out, like, outside, and, like, somebody was walking their dog, like, uh, some random guy was walking mm-hmm. his dog, and, and he stumbled across it, and he's, like, freaked him the hell out. He's, like, what yeah. the fuck is this? Yeah. You didn't see the cameras? Yeah, and then the guy was, like, don't worry, it's for a movie. And yeah. So calmed him down apparently but yeah yeah um so basically one of the first things they did like you know after they did the whole dealt with the whole richard attenborough uh you know richard harris thing mm-hmm. uh david or not rich it is both richard i yeah both richard yes not not yeah, david not david, not david attenborough <laughs> different attenborough it's the same um, related 
Yeah. Some, I think yeah, they're brothers, right? I think so. Or I think they're brothers at least. If not, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, so basically one of the first things they did, because it was, you know, so much of the movie is they started building the, uh, building the tunnels. Um, and the, this is the name of the studio. Uh, Geisel Gashti? <laughs> Geisel Gashti? Geisel Gashti? Geisel Gashti? Geisel I'm going to say Geisel Gashti. There you go. So that's where they built the tunnels. Um, and the description of the tunnel is, uh, they're constructed of wood and skins filled with plaster and dirt, uh, and open on one side obviously, with a dolly track running the length of the set mm -hmm. in order to shoot scenes. Yeah, yeah, right, right. So, the do the dolly. So, basically, a, a cross-section of it's the It's like a half a tunnel, tunnel, yeah. Based, yeah. So, that's pretty cool. It probably took them a while to build that, which is why they started doing it first. Um, uh, do you want to read this uh, excerpt from... Yeah, yeah, the... I'll get to it. So, uh, I guess the, uh, the studio... Uh, decided that uh, they wanted some female roles in the movie. Yeah. You know, in a Nazi prison camp. Yeah, there's no... I mean, to be fair, there's no women in this movie at all. It is set in a Nazi prison camp. And that's why. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, but, you know, that's... Clearly, um, United Artists was not pleased with that. Yeah. Um. So, basically... Uh... They suggested having uh, David McCallum character cradled in the lap of a beautiful girl in a in a low cut blouse because you know you gotta have that to sell the film. Exactly, right? that's what they wanted. They put that on the poster. Yeah, exactly. yeah, they would. Um, the studio wanted to cast this bit by having a Miss Prison Camp contest in Munich. Sturges would have none of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the most hurt. Like, imagine that would just like. The the schlockiness of the, or yeah the schlockiness of the movie would fucking it would go off the charts exactly like uh good thing they kept that out um there's also uh James Coburn who I believe he played the, which he played one of the Americans mm -hmm. but I don't remember which one specifically he played um the the guy the scavenger didn't he is that who he played yeah it's a scrounger right right right, right. so that um, guy. Anyway, he no, he didn't. Which one was he? He played uh, what was the guy's character again? Um, is it the guy who just handed Steve McQueen the baseball glove? Uh, he played the Australian guy. Oh right, yeah. right, 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 right. Yeah. Huh. So my mistake. Not uh, American. Not American. Yeah. Um. Although the actor is. The actor's American, <laughs> yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, he he uh, he had he has a quote about John Sturgis's uh, direction, um, which I thought was interesting. If you want to read that quote, yeah, he said he had great faith in the actor. He would storyboard everything. He never talked to me about the character or about anything. What was in the script was what was shot. What was on the storyboard was the way it was shot. Okay, I mean, I mean interesting. Yeah. Uh, so basically, yeah, he just let the actor Actors. kind of figure it out yeah i yeah. guess he was more more concerned I, I mean to be fair well i mean to be fair with that many actors that it's many like big actors yeah and 
you've got such a fucking giant long production yeah Yeah. so like i can imagine wanting to be a little bit more hands-off on that aspect yeah it's just like okay let's just deal with exactly the like getting it done exactly because there's so much to do Mm -hmm. um and again i mentioned it last week but it's like it's the type of movie where it's like every they show everything you know when they there's a lot yeah there's no loose ends or anything yeah it's a it's a thing with like like 60s movies and old and you know older movies like they, they they like to show when they show you a task being completed they like to show the whole thing you know yeah. what i mean they like show like every step of it they they leave very little up to imagination exactly um i assume the reason for that is just because they were okay with making movies that are this long <laughs> yeah basically yeah. yeah yeah um so basically yeah so all the german characters that like so like uh what was the guard's name uh we're really bad at yeah uh, these i mean i'm asking you because i don't know so yeah um, there's so many people in this movie yeah really um Anyway, all the German, actual Germans were were actual, obviously, Germans cast from locally from Munich. Um, and that's including that. So that's uh, Mesmer, the camp commandant. Von Luger. I don't remember that. Werner. Werner was Werner. the guy that you were talking about. Right? I don't think Werner was Played German. Played by Robert Graf. Was he he actually... is German, yeah. Oh, interesting. Um, so, yeah. So what where it starts to get interesting is when um when Steve McQueen gets involved cuz he's like, you know, he wants to be uh you know, he wants to be the star it seems yeah, in this well, movie. Yeah, well, I mean, I I think it's who's who's the biggest on the poster? Steve McQueen's first on the poster. Yeah, I mean, it, you'll when you hear this, you'll understand why. Yeah. Um so apparently after the first six weeks of uh of shooting mm-hmm. um Sturgis showed McQueen kind of like what they had yeah and like was Some, like, like rough edits yeah or, exactly yeah. and he was uh not none too happy with his mm-hmm. the way his character was going he, yeah he thought it was like totally not yeah totally underdeveloped mm-hmm. like not at all you know taking a big enough role um it says here he was particularly upset that his character virtually disappears from the film for about 30 minutes in the middle or so. Oh, when he's in the cooler? Yeah. <laughs> and then, So apparently he walked out demanding re- rewrites. Really? So like this kind of like threw the whole production obviously into a fucking uh, uh, kind of kerfuffle because the so whole it, 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 it threw the entire uh, like production into like a a kerfuffle. <laughs> I threw a wrench into the works. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't think of a better word. Yeah. <laughs> um. So basically, they were kind of weighing their options, and I think, like, they even considered writing him writing out of Steve it. McQueen out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But apparently, United Artists was like, "No, you have to have him in it. That's yeah. not going to happen." Mm-hmm. Um. So this is hilarious. Instead of like what they did was like okay so here's what we're gonna do it's worth it to hire a writer to work with steve mcqueen to just get what he wants in the movie yeah exactly so that's what they did so they hired um what's his name ivan moffat okay um apparently uh okay here's a great quote from donald pleasance about steve mcqueen like uh yeah uh, um 
uh, storming off. He said, uh, I hadn't realized things like this go on in Hollywood. <laughs> Being an obedient English actor from the theater, mostly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so he was clearly uh, thought it was uh, a bit silly. A bit silly. Yeah, Here, I've got a quote. So this is a quote from uh, Burnett, who was one of the writers we talked about last week. So if you want to read that. Steve McQueen was an impossible bastard. Oh, he drove you crazy. <laughs> uh, apparently, he rarely mingled with others away from the set, preferring to stay in the chalet he rented himself and his family and traveling to the set each day in a chauffeur-driven limousine. So I clearly, there's yeah. a, they're, they're painting a picture of him here. Yeah. Um. So people clearly were a bit... Uh... He definitely wanted things like his own way. Yeah yeah um another thing that i thought was super interesting um was that they had one of the guys who actually helped dig the tunnel was like uh, on set oh yeah did he like, make it into the film i don't think or maybe he did i didn't see that if that if that actually happened but he was a uh he was like a supervisor of obviously the tunnels oh yeah and like making sure it like looked accurate and mm -hmm. stuff and apparently he said like that he knew it was getting like like they were doing a good job because he started having like nightmares for oh jeez like, that's like, not good yeah i mean like yeah so yeah apparently I mean, it was accurate at least they're just nightmares um so yeah the last thing i just wanted to mention was there's a guy who's not uh um not credited in the film mm -hmm. but who has a lot a big role to play okay and that is sturgis's personal assistant oh yeah um because his name is robert Ry riley riley okay um and he was an and i i want to stress this next word very heavily he was an amateur pilot um, oh, <laughs> like a plane yeah okay and he offered to fly the plane for the plane scenes oh god um, so <laughs> did he he did so it says here in one segment he had to stimulate the plane losing power and descending over simulate. a line of trees what did i say stimulate sorry simulate yeah obviously yeah uh, he had to simulate the plane losing power and descending over a line of trees mm -hmm. according to rayleigh um a farmer in his field saw the plane with its nazi insignia uh, coming in low over his head and he threw his rake at it oh jeez, did he hit it it doesn't say i doubt it yeah another time rayleigh was arrested when he had to put the plane down in a field that happened to belong to a german aviation official oh okay this last bit is like and i don't know why they didn't credit him maybe it's because they maybe didn't... he got because he got into too much trouble yeah and he also piloted the plane in the crash shot um like he crashed it he crashed the plane right knocking himself unconscious <laughs> and being taken to the hospital where he woke up later feeling a sharp pain how did he not get replaced by somebody who actually knew how to fly a plane properly i don't know yeah like maybe that was all in one day maybe yeah it ended at the hospital yeah <laughs> um but yeah so that's that's basically the production there's a lot of lot of big people but it seems like mostly it was steve mcqueen okay issues right but yeah so that is um that's the production but we actually have 
one more extremely major segment to get yeah through. what would that be We got the truth. We're, this is a this is a big truth. Yeah, talk about things that are true. Yeah. So as you mentioned, uh, we uh, uh, last or earlier in the episode, you mentioned that we last week we didn't really talk too much about the actual. Or we, well, I think we talked maybe even too much, more than we should have. <laughs> maybe maybe we did. Perhaps yeah. we did. <laughs> Uh, but that's basically this truth is we're going to actually fucking talk about like mm-hmm. what actually happened um, here. And so keep in mind here what is uh, should be noted is that the source for this is the uh, 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 Royal Archives. OK, so obviously there's a maybe a little bit of bias there. Yeah, probably. But at the same time, it's also the most accurate account that you're going to get. Yeah. So. I'm not by saying that first thing. I'm not calling its accuracy into yeah. question. I'm just saying um, they pro- they might have you know propaganda some things just you know to make it easier right. and better. Who knows? I mean, I don't think you're gonna get a much better account from the Germans. Oh, the, uh, that's oh no. <laughs> yeah. Oh goodness. Well, there, no one's gonna give you a better account than the than the. Uh, yeah. Exactly. The, yeah. Uh, exactly. The Royal Archive. Like yeah. that's the best source I think yeah. possible. Yeah. So basically, is in mid there's a few things that need to that like beforehand that are like super important mm-hmm. to take into account because like the whole story obviously culminates in the 50 dead and that's kind of what the whole movie's about mm-hmm. in the end it's like it's dedicated to the the 50 men so there's like a few things that kind of happen in order for that to like happen um and basically they like they they first they like uh they drop the hammer down on their uh on the POWs like they want they start treating them more harshly basically mm-hmm. um a new guy gets put in charge and they put a uh uh basically a what is this called uh an order issued by the supreme command to the armed forces stating that prisoners moved in bulk must be chained so just you know just adding to this kind of like mm-hmm. whole thing um and then another in 1944 and so I believe they escaped in March of 1944. So this is okay, February. Did, did we actually say what we're going to talk about? Uh, but that's basically this truth is we're going to actually fucking talk about like what actually happened. Yeah, we're going to actually fucking talk about like what actually happened. Talk about like what actually happened. What actually happened. What actually happened. Talk about like what actually happened. What we're doing in the truth segment is we're talking about the real escape. Yeah, didn't I say that? Talk about like what actually happened. I don't know if we actually said that. What actually happened? I thought maybe we alluded to it without actually stating it. Talk about like what actually happened. No, no. Okay, yeah. We're gonna talk about the okay, actual. Cool. We're talking event. about the actual escape. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The real thing that is based on that the book was written about that mm-hmm. all the, yeah. the whole the thing. The great escape. We're gonna talk about the actual escape. And yeah, this is basically the point of the truth here. This is yeah. I guess the point of why we're doing it is. Yeah the difference between the movie and the actual event exactly we're trying to find of which there are several there are several um so 
yeah, so basically there's these three things that happen. Basically, yeah, there's a they they crack down on prisoners. They like they have to chain them. Mm-hmm. They have to put them in special detention camps before they can be returned to their uh actual POW camps. Basically, they add this all this processing. Um and then basically uh, uh, um in uh, early March they um, issued an order that stated all non-British or American recaptured escapers should be sent. How do you pronounce that? Mothhausen? They sent them to a concentration camp to kill them, basically. Mm-hmm. So it's like... By, without outright stating that, like, by non-British and American, they basically mean Soviets. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, that's that that's between the lines. Yeah. So basically, uh, we talked about a little bit last week but like in the movie the like the 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 relationship between the 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 sort of pow's and the uh and the jailers i guess exactly yeah yeah. and like the people the luftwaffe in this case yeah um was actually quite playful Mm -hmm. uh in the movie that's yeah. what it says. And it, it appears that that's kind of actually how it was. Right. Like, in a sense, like, leading up to kind of this mm-hmm. was, like, uh, it seems that the guy in charge of the camp was, like, not the most, like, you know. Hardcore. Hardcore guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did kind of have, like, a little bit of, like, a, a play, more playful relationship up until this kind of, like, crackdown mm-hmm. on on uh, escaped POW. So this was in 1944. In 1944. Happened, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, so the 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 camp is called Stalag Luft Dry, <laughs> um, uh, and where is it located specifically? Because you you we said it was a it's it's well it's basically, I guess it's now in Western Poland, and then it was in Eastern Germany. Yeah, right, right, right. right. So basically, apparently, tunneling was a was a standard pastime. Yeah. Just um, to uh, pass the time, it, literally, yeah. Like, like, who knows if it was even like meant to escape, but yeah, just like, why not? Something to do and like, you know, get good at it. I guess. Yeah. Um. It, apparently, the Germans discovered. It's estimated that they discovered at least eighty tunnels. Wow. Which is, I assume, in various states of completion. Yeah, yeah. I like. I was kind of wondering what constitutes a tunnel. Yeah. Um. Because, like, what at what point does a hole become a tunnel? I don't know. I want to. Um, makes a 90 degree turn yeah so but this is super interesting and this is this is really kind of important to yeah. like the whole the overarching like you know vibe they 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 because of all the tunneling mm-hmm. the to stop the you know tunneling yeah decided to put microphones and again it's still kind of playful here it's like it's not yeah. like again we're it's, just trying to catch you guys yeah exactly yeah. So they put up, they surround an entire, the whole camp with microphones so that basically, and I assume they don't just say this, but I assume it goes to like one control room. Yeah. So they can see where the microphones are hearing things. Yeah. It's it's like basically, yeah. Pre uh, CCTV. Exactly. Um, Well, you can't CCTV underground. Yeah. But so microphones almost work better because you can hear, you know, stuff going on. So they just had, you know, a bunch of microphones buried around the camp. Um, that you know carry caught a bunch of stuff but there's actually two there were two specific escapes prior to the the great escape from this one mm-hmm. um the first one was is called the delousing escape because basically why, you know, why is it called that because uh basically you know they 
they have to delouse the prisoners by like you know you know in the movie shawshank redemption when they throw that powder on him oh when he first yeah. gets it to basically that they like cover you in like a bleachy powder to kill all the bugs on you i see so they like uh, so they take you out of the camp to do that so basically two german-speaking oh. pow's right had uniforms and took a bunch of other pow's out to get deloused oh and so they all just ran away and then they just bailed yeah oh, okay yeah um that's that's one way to do it yeah and that that seemed to work so then after that there's kind of this there they send a uh a guy to kind of check out the camp you know the 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 top the top dogs they send a guy to go check out like what's going on and um what they do is specifically weird is they they turned off all the microphones for an alleged reason that what was it it was a really weird they wanted to enlarge the camp Ah, okay okay and so they needed to disconnect the microphones to do that right 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 okay so there you go but apparently like the way they the uh, like that seems kind of reasonable but the way they made it seem in this report is that it was like kind of you know suspiciously long and like unnecessary as if maybe there might have been an inside man it seemed that they were it it seemed that they were implying that they kind of wanted this escape to happen basically right okay um so it's yeah it even says here um he sensed that escape was intimate and feared the consequences Brunner chatted with the commandant, but did not inspect the anti-escape measures within the camp, which was his duty to inspect, and which the commandant had urgently asked him to complete, nor did he order that the anti-tunneling microphone should be reconnected. Indeed, it has been suggested that it was German high command policy to encourage the escape, and then to take severe countermeasures. Oh, so I see. So basically the idea was that they basically wanted to uh have them escape so that they could have an excuse for executing them basically basically so that's yeah, why they geez. put all these hardcore measures in place yeah and then they're like okay escape now right yeah escape so that we can fucking you know Murder kill you. you yeah um in the, the 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 first the main compound where the escape came from mm-hmm. the north compound opened in 1943 uh it had 1400 officers and 100 ncos mm-hmm. so 1500 guys that's a lot of people yeah um and they wanted and in the movie they said they wanted like 250 to escape or something like 250 that. i believe yeah. yeah where it's still a lot um so apparently it, in a month of like occupying it they had already started building tom dick and harry mm-hmm. um and then in the summer of 1943 tom was discovered right and blown in so this was the one in the movie where they were they found it by pouring the liquid down. Exactly the coffee. Yeah, the coffee. The yeah, coffee. Werner finds it. Yeah. And then here's a huge. This is where the movie diverts from the from the actual story. Right. At this point, America, all American prisoners who assisted with the escape were all moved to the south compound. Right. So Stephen Queen wouldn't have been there so no american involved in the great escape although wasn't there one guy that was like he was american but he was serving with the british i think that is true yeah, so he right. was still there he is still there that is yeah. a good point that is a good point no yeah. americans like american servicemen yeah. servicemen were there yeah um so in march of 1944 is when they finished harry um and it basically 
same same exact thing it was 363 feet so mm-hmm. pretty long um it was nearly two nearly two feet square and 28 feet underground wow so two feet square that's small Jeez, yeah. Like, imagine crawling through that for 363 feet. That's brutal. That is pretty intense. No wonder uh, some people lost it. Yeah, know? yeah, especially when you're digging it. You're yeah. down there for hours. Yeah. And it could collapse on you. That's terrifying. That's terrifying. And they did actually have a rope trolley system. Well, that makes sense, because that's actually probably easier, because then you don't need to crawl and maybe get stuck. Exactly. It's, it's smart. Like, yeah. They, 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 the, the prisoners are really, yeah. really, you know... Uh, it, ingenious yeah innovative the, the ingenuity they showed yeah. in fucking like yeah like like so yeah they actually had the 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 uh the rails they actually had the the billows to like the bellows yeah yeah to, to get the air down there yeah. yeah um so it took about 600 guys to plan the uh the tunneling mm-hmm. and all other details which is intense as shit like i don't know how the fuck you coordinate 600 guys under the radar like that takes some you know i mean i guess they're all in the army so that's true it th- that helps <laughs> yeah they all, they all have a chain of command on everything but uh a pre but then again like doing it without anybody noticing exactly yeah that's that's what it is so apparently the guy who planned it was named roger or largely planned it who mm-hmm. is is the so uh, richard attenborough is kind of based on it, richard attenborough's character roger is based on this guy yeah roger bushel okay um who is known as big x okay um and he was one like in the movie he was one of the 50 who was uh who was murdered okay um but yeah so they actually there was they did forgeries they made maps you know yeah that that, the forgery is the most insane part to me yeah because it's like they were literally for like they were using pen and paper basically to to do this like yeah and I mean, like, obviously, like, like government documents back then were like, yeah, they don't as, have the, all the same security they do now, they but now, still, but there's that's you still have to make a fucking, yeah. you know, document that's going to fool, a, you know, a Nazi. That's, exactly. That's hard. Yeah. Um, And they don't show this in the movie, but I, I noticed that they they used the camera, right? But they didn't they didn't show like how they got the the copy made from the film because so they they would have needed to develop it right oh yeah and they don't show that no they don't show that that's <laughs> good point yeah, yeah. yeah so i wonder where they got chemicals for that in the camp that's a good question yeah. i mean maybe no they must have like it must have been like they uh were developing other photos they must right. have like okay, got yeah. their hands on a camera because well know. they got their hands on the camera they showed that yeah well i mean exactly they got it from Werner. I just mean, but that must have been like on the, you know, not on the down low. Like right, they okay, must have been yeah. a known camera that they were like, can we take pictures of birds oh, and okay, develop them? Yeah, maybe. You know? yeah. I don't know. That's just me speculating. Um, so then, you know, when it was the 24th of March, I believe was the actual escape. Mm-hmm. Um, 1944. 1944. Yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So it was 24th, the night of the 24th to the 25th. So it was actually, there was snow, so that's the first difference. Mm-hmm. Um, six inches deep. Wow. Uh, yeah. There, the plan was for 200, 200 people to escape. Mm-hmm. So did the did the tunnel actually come up short? <laughs> exactly. 
It was, it did. It, it, um, let's see, it, it doesn't say exactly how far. It just says some way short of the tree line. Okay. Um, you know, I doubt that they were out there with like fucking uh, measuring tape checking how, how, how long the <laughs> thing was. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. exactly. And, yeah. But, so that's, that must have, like, that boggles the mind, you know? You, like, you just, because they, you chip through, you dig through yeah. the snow, and you poke your head around, like, oh, good I mean, lord. to be honest, it's kind of surprising that they got it that accurate, because how, how do you actually tell how far you are? I don't know, like, they had a guy, they, because in, in the movie, mm-hmm. they had the, the guy, the surveyor, who, in my opinion, was the most at fault for this, because his job was supposed to be to build the maps and like yeah so you figure out how far the tree line is right yeah but then how do you make sure that the i guess they were using the string to make sure that the yeah you would just have a starting point and you, right. you pull something along and yeah then you measure it afterwards but i mean like i think i mean i guess there's a margin yeah, of error yeah there's a margin of error and like they were not that far off yeah yeah it's true they they must they were close enough that enough people escaped yeah. apparently um so basically the they 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 did the whole rope thing they tied the rope to the ladder and mm-hmm. then to the woods and then the guy someone would watch the sentries and then tug the rope yeah uh and then um the guy who was the first to pull the rope was a guy named Lester Bull okay so not um, Steve McQueen not Steve McQueen a guy named Lester Bull and then 20 he helped 20 guys out and then someone else uh, took his place, and he 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 ran off. So the last guy who was the the controller, quote unquote, of the of the like rope is a guy named uh, Roy Langlois, um, who was the sixtieth through the tunnel, um, and his his job was to stay in place until the eightieth person had emerged, and then oh, so and I then guess it it's twenty off, people. Right, yeah. Um. So basically what happened uh is that a a century saw the mark in the snow oh and then they yeah. were fucked and then like, he yeah so if it hadn't so been the, snowing like yeah that's true they might have so the movie's completely inaccurate then because then you know you never would have seen they wouldn't have seen the yeah the, the mark they blame it on one guy being an idiot in the movie but yeah, but in, in reality, reality it was the weather it was the weather that fucked them yeah, because I think in the movie they say that it's in the summer. Yeah. Or something like that, yeah. Yeah. Which is an odd choice, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, so... I guess they're just, like, they're really looking for, like, fucking anything, the the guards, right? Yeah, exactly. Because it's like they saw the mark in the snow, and then they, like... They're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, uh, so at that point, 76 guys had escaped. Right, which think... is the number they said in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And so four four guys were captured right outside the tunnel. Okay. Like, and then two guys were captured inside the tunnel. Oh, brutal. Uh, which yeah, that sucks. Um, and uh, so there were actually three guys that escaped. Yes. And they also aren't the same three guys, but then again, the characters don't necessarily the characters match up anymore. Real, right? Yeah. Um. So basically everyone moved towards a train station. And what's specifically weird about like this, that, that like the, again, this whole kind of conspiracy thing that they're pointing to, yeah. which I 
I buy. Yeah. Oh, that... you think that they were waiting at the train station? Well, no, no, no. Apparently, it would. It was like really odd that the morning after there's like a train station like 20 kilometers okay yeah from the pow camp yeah and in the morning the the action wasn't they could have just sent like a bunch of soldiers to the train station because like obviously like a lot of guys are gonna go there but yeah they they didn't send like a a bunch of guys there oh like guy like i think people just kind of got caught of their own you know really well, you'd uh, think even if they didn't know ahead of time that they would have done that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You'd think they'd, like, the train station would be the... I mean, I'm, I'm sure it was watched quite yeah. heavily. Maybe that's why they didn't. Of the guys who were killed, apparently it was, like, actually dictated by Hitler himself. Oh, really? Not the specific guys, but of this operation, 50 guys were going to be really? be killed. Oh, wow. Like, so you must have just been like make a fucking example or something surprise not all of them yeah I well know. i guess the rest of them were to tell everybody else yeah exactly yeah. i guess which is horrifying but yeah. yeah so then he the number was 50 they agreed on that um and then the selection process is really weird like fucking weird the selection process is so morbid but like yeah. apparently it was morbid like that they like it was like a, a, I mean, we are talking about the Nazis. The no, yeah, obviously, we're literally talking about the Nazis. Yeah, but they like had like files on guys and like the 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 in some like thinking he was being like you know good or something. Like the commander was like taking out people who had like families and children mm-hmm. and like you know no yes no yes yeah. like look it's like ah uh, God. So basically, you know, kind of aftermath. You know, obviously hitler dead um the war ended we won war ended a bunch of people killed themselves who were involved which is good um and then a couple of people actually uh charged at nuremberg were held responsible for it Mm -hmm. so that's good there was one last guy who people speculate may have gotten away but it's probably more likely that he was killed right but and you know he's probably dead anyway he's dead now hopefully so, so um, you know i mean yeah like no loose ends yeah exactly we're keeping it light yeah <laughs> <laughs> anyway you know that that's that's kind of the the basic thing the point is that it's actually shockingly accurate and i mean i know the movie yeah so i mean there are things that are obviously different that were like jazzed up to make it more like interesting interesting but also some of the things were changed at the request of the people involved, from what I understand. Yeah, exactly. Because it was supposed like they didn't want it to so, give away, you know, so actual the, uh, methods yeah. for future POWs. Exactly. Which is good. Yeah. So, like, I think the actual methods for how they, like, you know, yeah. So adults, they definitely changed like certain details, right? Yeah, but things like you know the way they brought the dirt out in those like sacks in their pants with drawstrings. Yeah. That's accurate. Oh, that's accurate. That wow. is accurate. Uh, al- along with like the trolley and all that stuff. Yeah, and the rope you said earlier that was accurate. That was accurate exactly. So, lot yeah. of lot lot of accurate things. Except yeah. For so Steve like Queen basically. Basically, Stephen Queen wasn't there. Uh, there weren't any Americans there. No, I believe the movie almost entirely erases all the Canadians, all the Canadians that, were there. <laughs> that were there, but there were in fact many Canadians. Uh, like, there's one guy who says at one point that he's Canadian, and yeah. that's all we get. 
In the movie? In the movie, yeah. I, I forgot that entirely. Yeah, he says it one time. Damn. I mean, that's... But, at least they said it. I'm surprised they even put that in there. Yeah, um... But, you know... And then also, what else is that? Uh, what else is it? change mainly like i mean they the the whole escape is entirely dramatized like yeah i don't well, think the, the motorcycle chase well yeah presumably did not actually happen yeah and the, all the, like the posts like uh like escape sequences like yeah although i believe that they actually did um the guys that escaped actually did escape on like a like was it a swedish or norwegian ship or something like that yeah yeah the guys who did escape it, did it wasn't the... those guys no no but the two of the guys that escaped did escape that way yeah not the corresponding characters yeah but, but yeah and then one of them did actually escape to spain right yeah, yeah 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 so those three escaped the three methods of actual like the three guys that like fully got away the pe people got away that way exactly yeah but yeah but not those specific people mm -hmm. um but yeah i think that's all the things that's all that's it for the truth yeah so yeah remarkably close remarkably but some big things are different yeah again the dramatization mostly comes yeah. in the post escape sequence like like mm -hmm. what you know richard attenborough and that other guy do you know, know if they actually like uh had the the fucking moonshine i don't know yeah i one honestly i ass assume so right because like it seems like whenever you imprison people some sort of somebody figures out how to make liquor yeah hooch <laughs> pops up it seems yeah. you know in every imprisoned community mm. so it wouldn't surprise me if they figured it out right it's, it's not hard you did it <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I think that's 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 the truth. Um, if we missed anything, which you know, if there's any history nerds out there, they'll be oh, they'll tell us we missed tearing their like, hair out. This is it. not a history podcast. No, no. Uh, there so, are many you can listen to. <laughs> there are many, yeah, who actually are focused on that. Yeah. This is just the truth. Where exactly. normally we talk about aliens. Yeah, and someday we will again. Yeah, it will. It'll be back. Don't worry um so yeah let's let's get into just the uh final thoughts about this this very long intense kind of accurate strangely you know th like uh uh like what's the, the tone is kind of strange in this movie uh, yeah well i think totally just inconsistent movie maybe the, it, it progresses like the beginning is very light and then yeah. the second half is very dark and is do you think that's on Purpose? I think that might actually be on purpose because you know sometimes life is like that. Yeah, like are they trying to be? It's trying to like the point is like it starts off because again it's like like we talked about in the truth. It's like they did kind of have a playful yeah, relationship, exactly. but all and of a sudden they, the hammer came down. The hammer came down and something changed. Yeah, um, and that's kind of how. So it maybe they're they maybe they were trying to reflect that. Yeah, like yeah. it does seem like that might be the case. In which case good job i yeah. guess so you know there's i feel like there's a lot more with this movie to be honest like i feel like we're barely scratching the surface even now yeah and even people, after doing two episodes i know I, it, yeah. I know and i feel like people who are like super into it i feel like you could do so much more exactly through, like digging into like the connections here and like uh fucking like analyzing this movie yeah absolutely because it's so long and there's so much of it and it's just it's a true story and, yeah yeah but so, what are your final thoughts? What do you think? I, I what think did you think it, of the movie? I think it's really good. I enjoyed watching it once again. I think 
Like, I just think there's 20 minutes somewhere that you could take out. Yeah, in my opinion... It's because it's like, we don't need to see absolutely everything. In my opinion, it's in those, you know... Middle section. Or in the leave it to the imagination. You know how they, like, show you every detail of every task. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you don't need to show us a guy walking from one hut to another exactly you know? yeah just cut from the hut to the yeah, other yeah and we so, could save 20 minutes that way easily yeah we don't yeah we don't need to see literally every aspect of like the tunnel building you know everything yeah but, yeah and i get that that's like that's that's just, cool but we i think we got enough of that you know what i mean yeah and that and that's kind of the phase of like filmmaking was that that's kind of how people made films back then yeah well i think yeah one of the reasons was just like you know they weren't worried about having such long movies because like now i think like i think people are worried that if you make a long movie people aren't going to watch it and i think honestly that's probably true yeah are so does this lead into the net lap naturally lead into our bring back the intermission yeah i would conversation? Well, does this this movie doesn't have an intermission though i bet if you saw it in theaters maybe it, it, did. it did i don't know but i think it should it should and Absolutely. i think we should bring it back yeah the intermissions extremely underrated it, exactly movies could well be... you said you saw us in two sittings that's basically an intermission i did exactly yeah. it is an intermission i saw this with an intermission exactly. and it, and the point is like the reason that it was so great is because i was growing weary yeah and i was like oh god is there another it hour gives left? you yeah it gives you a, a, a time to like you know get up you know yeah you kind of freshen up but also you... it allows you to structure the movie in a in an interesting way because like you can literally like a lot of times in the intermission you have like a time jump yeah it's like two acts almost exactly so like i don't know in lawrence of arabia for example like the first act is him like you know going to arabia and finding his shit and then the next act is kind of him losing his shit <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> you know? yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's like but yeah there's a big time jump in the middle i think um, this, it could be a big thing you know we could that's how we get people back to the theaters you know you exactly have, we have to have an intermission you, you have, gotta make it a big show you have a four-hour movie that people want to go see and it's like you know what happens you know, and like, maybe, last time I was at the theater, I don't think I finished my popcorn. Like, no. the popcorn's, like, you know, you, go, you gotta have them buy another popcorn <laughs> at the intermission. Exactly. Or, or better yet, you, you have, like, some sort of, like, you know, meal. Oh, yeah? You, like, have, like, a restaurant. Oh, that would be go good. To, you know? People can, like, go and, like, you know, get a drink and, like, yeah. have a, go to a bar and have well, a meal. Well, I think that's the, uh, actually... At the Royal, they recently opened like a a bar in front of it. Yeah, yeah. So the, I mean, I'd, I'd be interested. And the Paradise is trying to do that sort yeah. of thing as well. Up on Blur. Anyway, yeah. we're we're getting way just distracted. But the, I mean, it's kind of connected in terms of like old timey movies yeah, exactly. and intermissions. These are both old timey theaters we just talked about. Exactly. Um. So yeah, like yeah, I think I think you could have long movies with an intermission. But I think, I think you should bring that back. But the, yeah, to point is this movie didn't need to be that long because no. of because of these little moments there yeah. here and there that could be could be cut out. But you know, just the way she goes. But otherwise, I think it's a pretty good movie, and I think everybody should watch it. Yeah, how many how many motorcycle jumps out of ten do you give it? seven and a half <laughs> seven and a half motorcycle jumps that's a good that's i yeah i, I think I, that's decent yeah. i agree with that yeah um what's a half a jump do you fall do you not make the jump uh yeah i don't know a half a jump would probably be i would say because they count a 
we're counting the full jump because he technically he doesn't land the jump. Doesn't no, he? he lands the first jump. Right, right, he the first jump. He just then he has a much bigger thing to jump and he doesn't do it. Okay, the first if we're just talking about the first jump, yeah, then I would argue that um I would say if you spun out, that right. that's a half jump. Okay. If you don't make it, like you you don't land it properly. properly. Yeah. 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 You have okay. to land it. Okay. For it to be considered a jump. So then a half a so so seven full jumps and a a failed landing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. And and if you and if you if you bail midair, that's just a quarter of a jump because okay. like that's because that's easy. To to bail midair. That's well, I mean it's hard to bail midair and not get hurt. Well, that's a whole other story. But... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, point being, this is a pretty good film. Seven, yeah, seven check, and a check half it out if jumps. you haven't seen it. Good movie. Um. Yeah. Uh, is that it? Is that all we have? We'll be back next week, we'll I guess. Back next do we week have any? With a... Oh, yeah. That's kind with of... a brand new film, we're gonna do. Uh... We're gonna do a good one. Because right, we always do. Well, not always. Yeah. No. I mean, we did left behind yeah that was not a great so, movie that was not a great movie we also did uh the exorcist 2 god oh god i don't know that's that definitely the bottom of the barrel yeah no so nobody far. knew okay nothing interesting all right well all right we'll see you next thanks week thanks for listening everybody. thanks for listening we'll see you next week.